Insights for Building Your Patient's Medical Home. I'm Lori. And I'm Michelle, and we're with the Alberta Medical Association. We're so thrilled to be bringing you the first podcast in a series where we'll be interviewing physicians from around Alberta, and perhaps even beyond, about their journeys in building a patient's medical home. Yeah, and you know, I thought maybe we could start the series off just by talking a little bit more about what is a patient's medical home, where did it come from, um, what, you know, what are we all working toward, uh, and maybe starting off with the term patient's medical home, because even here in Alberta, I've heard probably five different terms all talking about the same thing, so it can be a little bit confusing. Patient-centric medical home, mm-hmm. patient-centered medical home, health home patient's health home. There's there's a lot of terms. All meaning the same thing, though. Yes. And we decided to go with patient's medical home because that was what the College of Family Physicians of Canada uh, decided to go with when, when they promoted, started promoting uh, patient's medical home as a new approach for primary care in Canada. Yeah. So back in 2011, the college uh, put out a paper, which was a vision paper saying, this is what we think a patient-centered medical home looks like. And in Alberta, our our physician leaders and and other leaders agreed with that vision and said, yes, we're we're going to do this. And so they took those pillars, went to work. They looked at what was being done in other jurisdictions who had been successful with adopting a patient's medical home or or were were showing successes in it. And uh, we did adopt some work. And we now have uh, the picture, (laughs) our famous picture of the patient's medical home, which has the implementation element. So while the college really laid out uh, the what for us, uh, here in Alberta, we have the implementation elements for the patient's medical home, which we really think is the how Mm -hmm. and is going to be the focus of this podcast series. Absolutely. And just just for those who are wondering, those implementation elements are are evidence-based and did come from some pretty rigorous um, work that was done in the United States ahead of us. So so, yeah. that's where they came from. And, and that's what our podcasts are going to focus on are those those implementation elements that are in that graphic that we have of the patient's medical home. Lori, we called our podcast One Nail at a Time. What exactly does that mean? Well, Michelle, unlike on home and garden television, uh, <laughs> you don't build a house or renovate a house overnight. Uh, it takes some time to do your plans and to actually do your building. And of course, in a patient's medical home, you don't move out while you're doing your renovations. You're you're still seeing patients. But the name is really getting at the fact that we're doing incremental change. Nobody is, um, you know, opening their doors on a Monday morning um, as a patient's medical home when they weren't one on on Friday. The changes are happening slowly over time. The same way when you're doing a reno or doing a build, you're putting a nail in one nail at a time. And the insights part uh, really is about the insights are coming from the docs, your neighbors, the docs who live and work in Alberta and are working in the same system that each of our listeners are. 
Right. And I think our goal is to not only interview some of the leaders and people who are, um, you know, spearheading this work, but also some of the docs that maybe we don't we don't hear from on the leadership stage, but are are actually just quietly doing really interesting mm-hmm. work in their clinics. We want to hear from those docs, too. So so we'll definitely be, be doing some road trips out to different parts of Alberta to interview different people. Now, Michelle, I want to know what's going to be different. What's going to be different for you and I as a patient when we have patients' medical homes in Alberta? Yeah, I, I think there will be quite a few things that are different. And I'm actually really excited as a patient in Alberta um, for some of those some of those new things. So for instance, um, I know a lot of clinics are already working on this, but it'll be really important that if we've got good continuity, meaning I know who my, my family practice is, I know not just the physician, but the team of other healthcare professionals who, who work with that physician, they know who I am and I know who they are. And I know that if I call all today with an urgent problem, I'm going to get in to see the most appropriate one of those people. Might not be the physician and that's okay, but they they all know me. Not only do they know my medical history, have access to my records, but someone along the way has asked and recorded those things that are important to me. So if, for instance, in the next few years, I suddenly become a a super athlete, uh, it would be important for them to know that that's something that's really important to me so that that might impact my care and and how things are done. Yeah. Michelle's doing push-ups while we're recording this. Totally. Um, You should, I'm, I'm, my form is beautiful. (laughs) Um, But beyond that, (laughs) I want to make sure that things are patient-centered. So um, when I take my elderly father in, for care. Um, I have experienced where the the language that's been used has been completely over his head, like completely over his head. Mm -hmm. And if I wasn't there to translate after the fact, he probably wouldn't have had a clue what what was going on. So just really being mindful, I guess, of... um, of our language and how we speak to patients and beyond that, even the the layout of the clinic. Sometimes we need a patient advisor who works uh, with teams who are doing these this improvement work who can actually say, hey, you know what, you may not have thought of this, but somebody with mobility issues might have real challenge with this or having your scale in a public area might make some patients really self-conscious. Like those little things that we don't all think of. So being really patient-centered in every aspect of care provided. And what about you, Laurie? What do you look forward to? Well, I think everything that you said, uh, but my mind also goes what happens to what happens outside of the clinic. Mm -hmm. So how is my care being coordinated? I want to know that when I end up in the emergency room or admitted from hospital, discharged from hospital, that information is flowing back to my medical home. If the hospital needs to know information, they can get that information about me from from my medical home. And that when I go back to my medical home, they know what's happened to me in hospital. They're not relying on me to Mm. to tell that story. And so, of course, that's not just that, but going uh, to a specialist or another community care clinic or service, I want to know that information is flowing back and forth. Mm -hmm. Um, And so on that information theme, I think the other piece that would be really cool is uh, to just be a little bit more... 
with the times, <laughs> I'd like to be able to email or text my clinic. I'd like to have to not go in for an appointment uh, every time I have an issue. Like, it'd be great to be able to uh, send a picture in mm-hmm. um, to ask a question to say, hey, you know, is this, is this wound healing like it should? Or, you know, to be able to text uh, or, you know, even simple things like booking appointments online, which I can actually do at my clinic right now. Uh, but I think there's so much more room uh, for us to grow in that area. Yeah, totally. And what about test results? Will we be able to access those instead of waiting? uh, You know, if I have my blood work today, do I have to wait for a week until I can get an appointment to get those results reviewed with me? Or could I access them through my patient portal and and find out right away? Oh, absolutely, Michelle. And I I think, you know, as of the recording of this podcast, the patient portal for us is just on the horizon. And I would actually see that we'll probably be doing a podcast (laughs) about the patient portal in in the near future. So, I mean, we have so many great things that are going on here in Alberta. We're Mm -hmm. we're so lucky um, with how enabled we are. I mean, we're not perfect. I think there's a lot of supports supports in the system Mm -hmm. that need to catch up to really enable us to do the work. Uh, But we do have so many great things in place. And uh, through this series, we're going to be hearing about those success stories and the processes and great things that that physicians are doing, physicians and their teams are doing across Alberta to implement a patient's medical home. Well, I'm excited and uh, I'm sure you are too. And we hope that everyone will join us regularly and tune in to see what's new on One Nail at a Time. Insights for building your patient's medical home. Thanks so much for tuning in. Check out the show notes for links to the tools, resources, and websites that were referenced in this podcast. Also, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a comment, tell us what you thought and what you'd like to hear more about. And until next time, grab your hammer and keep building one nail at a time.